Our next guest has found some eyebrow-raising numbers regarding short-term rentals in BC. Dr. David Walksmith uh, conducted a study that dissects the influence of commercial short-term rentals like Airbnb on BC's housing availability and cost. Dr. David Walksmith uh, is an associate professor at McGill University School of Urban Planning. Dr. Walksmith, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure to be here. So what did your study specifically point out? So um, what I was trying to do was to understand what has been happening with short-term rentals in BC since the pandemic, mm-hmm. and specifically kind of what impacts we've seen on housing. And the bottom line is that after several years of you know, not a lot of travel happening and so not a lot of demand for short-term rentals, uh, business is booming again. And um, the Airbnb market in BC is now at an all-time high. And as a result, because a lot of that growth has come by taking long-term housing off the market, the result has been um, higher rents and housing costs for BC residents. And what kind of uh, increase are we talking about in, in, in rents? Yeah, so um, the, the, you know, different ways to put it. One, we could say that if we just look at 2022, mm-hmm. um, the, the average BC uh, neighborhood um, in a in kind of medium or large city, saw about a twenty dollar increase in monthly rent for you know for kind of every household you know on, like o- overall on average um, mm-hmm. because of the growth of short term rentals. Um, it's it's almost one fifth of all of the rent increases that that happened in the province last year. We can explain because of the growth of short term rentals. And any sense of what that means in dollars? Uh, in, in, in whether it's a one large number, what's that mean? Extra dollars or dollars out of a renter's pocket collectively in our province? Yeah, so collectively, we're probably talking something like $500 million. Um, you know, it could be as much as that. Uh, you, know, in, um, you know, about $10 billion was paid by, uh, in rent by BC households in 2022. Mm-hmm. And, and, and about, you know, $450, 500000000 million of that um, can be explained by short-term rentals. So this is a significant chunk of money. Uh, just based on those numbers alone, uh, what should elected officials in, in this province, uh, we are having that broader conversation about uh, short-term rentals at the city of Vancouver, and of course the province in, in, in mere weeks said that they'll be bringing in legislation provincially to deal with short-term rentals, but what's the conversation or what should be the thinking right now amongst elected officials, just based on the numbers that you've given me? Yeah, it's a really great question. You know, when I've talked to elected officials in BC and elsewhere in, in the country, um, you know, I've often said that you know municipalities where the housing issues are really severe should really consider banning commercial short-term rentals. You know, allow home sharing. I think everybody thinks that's a good idea. You have some spare room in your house. You're out of town for the weekend. Do what you want, but we shouldn't tolerate you know, full-time Airbnbs taking housing off the long-term market. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of directed that advice at, at cities. Um, but I think in BC, the problems are so widespread that I think it would be very reasonable for the province to take that same approach province-wide and just to say, we're going to welcome home sharing in BC, but if you're trying to take housing off a long-term market and operate a commercial short-term rental, no thanks. Hmm. Uh, the, the, the ban in New York, um, is, that, is that the sort of the direction everybody should be heading then in your mind? Is that sort of a, the, the bit of legislation we should all be looking at when it's just banning it? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, to be totally honest, I think that goes a little far. Um, New York has more or less said that you just can't operate an Airbnb. My perspective on this, and, you know, I think opinion should, it will differ, is that if it's your own home, you live there, and you're trying to make a little bit of extra money by renting out a spare room or renting the whole place out while, you know, while you're out of town, I think that's perfectly fine. And I honestly think that's a win-win for communities. You know, you earn a bit of extra money. Someone has a place to stay. Sounds good. 
I think really the target needs to be the commercial operations, the people who are taking housing away from renters and making a lot of money off that, which, you know, again, to be clear, that's most of what's happening in, uh, in, on Airbnb and BC right now. Mm-hmm. So I think New York goes a little far. I think the province should probably start by saying no more commercial short-term rentals and see how that how far that takes us. Well, it is common, uh, you know, common to, to see somebody coming in and saying, okay, let's say it's a one-bedroom apartment and renting it from a, a landlord for $1,000, but they'll rent five or six or ten of these uh, uh, apartments uh, or condos, and then the monthly intake based on Airbnbs would be about $4,500 a month. I've heard of one case. So you're making a net profit of $1,500 per month per suite. Uh, at the same time, that is still those are probably 10 homes that easily could have been rented out to people who actually live here and need to live here. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I think it's worth saying – you know, maybe I think the province needs to be encouraging a lot more rental housing construction. And maybe 10 years from now, there, there, you know, there are enough apartments to go around. And if people want to operate some, you know, some, some of these apartments as Airbnbs, then all power to them. Mm-hmm. But right now we're in such a housing crunch where there's so little housing compared to the, the needs of, of residents, particularly in the rental sector. Mm-hmm. that it just seems totally crazy to allow you know, scarce apartments to be converted into what are basically legal hotels. What do you say to the argument that, look, Vancouver does have a housing crisis, but it also has a hotel challenge as well. I think we're about 1,500 hotels short in this city because our land costs are so high. We don't have enough hotels, particularly in the downtown core, but generally throughout the region, that this does help uh, deal with that challenge, which is not enough hotels here, hotel space. Yeah, I mean, it's a valid concern. I think, you know, it's probably also a valid concern in smaller communities where they really rely a lot on tourism. Um, I, you know, I, I would always just want to point out that, you know, if you wind back the clock to the early days of Airbnb, it was mostly home sharing. Mm-hmm. And those home shares got kind of pushed out of the market by the commercial operators. I think if you ban the commercial operators, we should expect to see a, more home sharing. And that would be a good thing, you know, that I think that Airbnb as a platform is a perfectly reasonable way to, you know, book some accommodation. The problem is that we just, it's, it, you know, We've been throwing the baby out with the bathwater in the sense of allowing all this housing to be converted to full-time Airbnbs. Let's get rid of that and let let home sharing kind of make up some of the supply for Mm -hmm. tourist accommodations. Dr. Walksman, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Yes, it's my pleasure.